No, turn mine down. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're good? Yeah. yeah, I think so. All right. Welcome back to this week's uh, Film Noobs with your host, Ronald. AJ. And myself, David. Um, this week, if you haven't been following us, we've, uh, we've actually had a special guest last week for the first time. Um, that was a terrible idea, but we continued <laughs> it. And we brought this week, uh, we uh, director, creator, writer, you know. All around nice guy. All around nice guy. <laughs> you know, hero to some. Yeah. Not us, but to some. <laughs> Colin. Hey, so, yeah. everyone. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Yeah, Colin Bressler here. Uh, like he said, um, uh, I've got my son likes me. That's all I got going. But yeah, <laughs> hey, that's a big deal. Yeah, because not even your mom likes you. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> Definitely not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> as, as long as one person likes us in the world. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. I mean, I have to pay my mom to like me. Yeah. As a matter of fact, no, actually, my mom, for some reason, she she she's at a hospice. Which is the the southern what was it? Southern, southern hospice, hospice intensive yeah. treatment center. In treatment center, her and Miss Margie, which really likes Ronald over there, <laughs> they pitch in like you know fifty cents a month because you know retirement. That's all they get in stuff. But they sponsor this podcast, so oh. this podcast is actually brought to you by the Southern Hospice Internal Treatment Center. Nice. Wow. So every once in a while we get tacos. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Not this week. We couldn't afford tacos this week. Yeah. Because we got tacos last week, so yeah. we share one taco and we split it yeah. three ways. Yeah, yeah. three ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the reason we brought you in today, what, what, what was the reason we brought him in today? Just because we were bored. We were bored. We knew we him. Need a, we need Friday. somebody else to pick on. He said yes. He said yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, actually, actually, you have a, a film coming out. This is your what third movie? Yeah, this will be. This is uh, number three, Domestic Hell. Which you guys, all three of you, actually worked on. Mm-hmm. At one you coaxed us another. into it. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. I um, drugged them, and then yeah. they showed up to set. Yeah. And you were drugged, but you were really good. You were all <laughs> so tell us about uh, Domestic Hell. Uh, Domestic Hell is a uh, thriller, suspense, horror. You know, I'm shaking my head right now, but uh, you know, it's just kind of like on the cusp of horror. But but you know, more suspense, kind of like. Uh, I kind of, it's the same tonally, uh, if you call, call Silence of the Lambs a horror, mm-hmm. then I feel like it's in that kind of genre, just minimal blood. But uh, it's a suspense thriller, kind of revolving around a domestic violence, domestic situation, and there's a uh, kidnapping involved. That's always good. Yeah, yeah I love kidnapping. Yeah, I love kidnapping. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, Ronald has all the kidnapping materials in the back of his oh, truck. I do. Yeah. Yeah. He does. <laughs> we can watch for that. Yeah. Trash bags, <laughs> ties, rope. Well, on set, he was like, Ronald was all the time going like, guys, this is not how it's done. Yeah. He was correcting you. It's not authentic. It's not authentic. People done a roll of Polaroids. It was like, well, see, this is what I did. And <laughs> He's a subject matter expert. But yeah. He wasn't doing audio. Yeah. He was doing subject yeah, wait, matter expert. I, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. cool. Let me show you my YouTube and show you how to do it. Yeah. yeah. That tutorial. <laughs> His YouTube's been shut down at least five times yeah. in you know, 30 different countries. Yeah. <laughs> so what gave you the idea for domestic, uh, domestic hell? Oh, man. I mean, honestly, uh, coming off my lat, the one before that was bloody drama, and it was a slasher, and I was kind of wanted to do something a little bit more, um, a little bit more involving character. Uh-huh. 
and development and also character development and also a little bit more kind of laying out a a plot structure that's kind of like straight up the domestic hell was uh, i'm sorry bloody drama was a little bit more of a, a mystery as uh -huh. you know you were there yeah. but um <clears throat> yeah but they and, don't know that yeah it was a mystery <laughs> film yeah exactly i saw it, it was a mystery <laughs> film and so like and I, I, you know, I don't know if I, I, I think I might have missed a few, missed on it a little bit. So it's more of like, I was like, I wanted to challenge and do a little bit more of a story that's based on these basically four people and get to know these people. And as a director, filmmaker, I don't know how you guys feel, but for me, it's like that, I, that became so fun, honestly. He's talking to the actors about yeah. who these people are and developing them with them. And, and, um, that was kind of it. I mean, I mean, the story itself. I I don't know. I mean, at, at my at the, the first screening, I even told once that once it finished, it's a pretty intense movie. Uh, I think it has a decent, you know, it's it, it it has a message. But um, but at the end of the first screening, I told the 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 audience, I was like, I'm a, I'm a good guy. Like I'm actually a good guy. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. From having worked on it that one week. I walked away a couple of the days. I was like, dude, this this shit's fucked up, man. And I was like, <laughs> I was just like, I don't know if I want to work with this fucker again, man. I'm like, I was like, he's got me recording some stuff that I'm like, man, this is questionable. I was like, yeah, wow. but you kept playing it over and over again by yourself in your house. You well, fell asleep to it. Different story. Like, yeah, but while you're there, you're like, man, it's uncomfortable because it was. It was like there was two scenes that was really, really uncomfortable, and I know that was your your main goal was to make the audience uncomfortable and hopefully again we haven't we have seen the final product because we haven't um i have well you have you know at least the final final um and i know you're you're scheduled to release it on the well i have another screening on uh, the 20th on at, 20th uh, at our lay of the lake university blue okay. room <clears throat> what was that again uh it's called the blue room or it's really uh, I'll, I'll get the Is exact it blue? They no, painted it blue. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm yeah. not sure. It's actually green. Color of the room. Yeah, <laughs> it's, just, it's like fuchsia. It's white, actually. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So uh, but that and then um, yeah, and then it's uh, what time? coming on Amazon Prime soon. Uh, six p.m. Six p.m. on the twenty. Central. Yeah, Central okay. time. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So hopefully you'll be able to come and you as well. Well, yeah. I you just gotta make sure you know I'm able to leave the house because I'm under house arrest right now. So that's all right. <laughs> But yeah, so so like I was saying, I know from the scenes that I worked on, at least that one week, um, a lot of it was like you were saying, very character driven, and a lot of it was heavily. Oh man, how I I can't even like describe it. It was it was intense because it was intense. Um, psychologically, it was like even painfully at some points what was some of the things that i know and it's hard also for actors because um what was that one girl that we were that she was tied up to the bed sweet sweet, sweet. van loan yeah yeah sweet van loan i know there was a time when she was pushed to the edge that let's talk about that how do you do that because it, i know for most actors it's hard enough to try to make themselves cry but in that one scene, I mean, she went all out, and and you could see it, and you could feel it. At least me being an audio guy. So, what was your thing to get her to that, or or what are some of the things that you had to deal with? 
Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, starting with the the, the premise that I'm a good guy, right? Well, we'll start there. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it, it, honestly, man. I you know when I said out because like I don't know about you guys. I'm sure it's the same, but like we come from a we're we're cut from this like stone of like we're fan we we love thinking about stories and telling stories and fantasizing about movies and all kinds of stuff. We fantasize about a lot of things, but movies, movies, and movies. I hear you. Movies or boobies? <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah, both. <laughs> but but you know, and so so you know, get. I, I never honestly imagined myself being in that house doing those scenes and that kind of subject matter with. And they're humans. Like yeah, they're actors, but they're still humans. And on, on a on a level at which I'm working, low budget level, it's like like you said. I mean, you're you, me, you two as well. Like we were all up in each other's grill. It wasn't. Yeah. It was a small little house in the middle of nowhere, Blanco, Texas. And three bedroom, well, two two bedrooms, mm -hmm. but about what, maybe a thousand square foot, yeah, seven hundred. Yeah. If you know? that, yeah. Yeah, and 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 we're just twelve hours a day up in each other, and and these actors are doing these sexual things, or really the connotations are there, but then like someone's chained up, and it's like, so yeah, I mean, but I'll be honest with you, I mean, I, most of it was in pre, just meeting them and and going through the, the the scenes doing like script reading and mainly uh talking a lot about character because on set i mean you guys I, my head's in the clouds i mean i'm just like i mean that that's why i said to one of the actors or the or a few of them at, at the screening because it was the first time we had all been together since really mm -hmm. and i said to him i was almost like apologizing because i was like man i i, I after editing it and seeing the product and what you guys were going through i mean angelita actually hurt like her arm yeah, at one I remember point that remember day. the final yeah. yeah and like and and stuff like that happened and it's like it's kind of like what happens in love and war but you know on on my side i'm just like i've got a shot list and i have this house for four for five days i had it for well four four days five nights yeah but you know so and it was a rental thing so like i'm like i can't i, I can't get this back like i'm I, I don't have the money or the resources ever to come back here so i had to like get everything done so I'm just like I'm not in a headspace to be worrying in that whereas I'm sure a director with resources can be a little bit more hands-on with performance and that kind of psychological stuff in terms yeah. of in the moment of like hey sweet or Angelita or Scotty or how are you guys feeling I, I don't I mean I think I said a few times I'd be like are we everyone okay are you okay you know are we good are you guys good to move on but they were so freaking pro that like I mean they're their money and they're, yeah. they're like so pro that it's ridiculous honestly looking back on it i'm like man i don't know how the hell we pulled that off but <laughs> yeah. i owe them a like, huge gratitude honestly yeah. Man. yeah i mean i mean they were they were they're pretty badass like i said there was a couple of times where i was like i it was hard to swallow that scene because i was just it was in the moment and you could feel it and again as audio guys we at a different level of in the scene because we get to hear the scene and it's very visual but you know to hear something and to believe it and to be in it and to be so engulfed with it is totally different and most people don't realize that I think our job as audio is a little bit harder sometimes because we have to hear it and sometimes we believe it and we don't but I know like I said those few times I was like damn dude this guy's psychotic, dude. I, <laughs> I'm not coming back ever again. Fuck, Colin. And yet here you are sitting with us. 
Well, I owe you three debt of gratitude as well, obviously. I mean, I, I remember sitting there thinking, I was like, man, I can't believe anybody's here doing this. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if you guys go through that, but to me, it's like you're, you have this vision and you set out to do a project and then there's these moments where you look around and you're like, there's actually people helping me do this. Like, yeah. Like, this isn't, nobody's like blowing up building yeah. condos from this <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you try to give a little bit of money here and there, but like you're, you look around and you're just like, I can't believe people are helping, you know, like profound honestly I don't, yeah. I don't know how else to say it that's how independent film is though it's a collaboration of people trying to get together try to do something for you know because it's, it's what we love doing yeah, yeah. yeah. San Antonio is such a small uh, knit community and we all kind of know each other and yeah you kind of make things happen as best you can yeah because yeah we don't a lot of times we don't have the resources and yeah. Uh, ninety percent of the time we yeah. don't have resources. I mean, <laughs> we have these wild ideas in our heads, and uh, just to find locations, <laughs> pain in the ass. No. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it, it's hard. But hey, I'm, I'm to make a full feature film here in San Antonio is just commendable. Period. It's brutal. Yeah. It <laughs> it's so, awesome, but I, I don't. You know, I, I don't know how you feel, but like for me, <clears throat> I I. Uh, the other day, um, Bilonia, um, Reyes, yeah. Yeah. Billy, Billy, yeah, Billy is, uh, Reyes is an amazing actress and she's doing like her, her own talk show now and mm -hmm. a million other things. But, you know, she texted me the other night and she's like, she's starting her own feature. And I get this text at like nine o'clock, I'm in bed, you know, like look at my phone and she's like, how the fuck did you do it? This is insane. Like, <laughs> this is insane. And she said it, locations, yeah. you know, yeah. she was like, she's like, dude, it's the locations, man. And I said, I was like, I know. I was like, honestly, like, I don't know where she's shooting, but to me, it was like, I was like, I was like, you know, if you can get to smaller areas, you know, like I'm, I'm starting to think like there's like a little world outside of San, you know, if these, these little towns, you know, like a Blanco or different towns, like they might be more apt because it's like, oh my God, you're going to bring cameras around our house, you know? Or our, our cafe or our diner or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Like my little, oh, my little boutique shop, you want to shoot here? Yeah. And I got a lot of that. Like, I got a lot of people, you know. Well, you guys were there for the first shoot ever with that little boutique shop. Yeah. Uh, Tallulah. Oh, man, I should know the name. It's really bad. It's really no, pretty. It's really done. Nice. Right there. You suck. Off. You can't yeah. remember. You're fired. You're fired. Fired yeah, from theater. everything. From life. <laughs> You're fired, fired from your from production. Life. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, like, she, she, she hooked us up and, like, that, the colors were perfect. All the, like, the stuff. Like, and it was supposed yeah. to be a floral shop in the script. But I was just like, I have, I don't know. I mean, for me, it's about it's about flexibility. Always, I always even tell the actors sometimes because they get real married to script stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I'll be calling them like, Hey man, we're shooting a you know a freaking horse track, and they're like, What? <laughs> the script says a church. Like you know, it's like, <laughs> like I got this, I church. met a guy the other day. Who was, <laughs> you know, I met this dude at the bar, and he said he has a horse track. Oh, you can let me shoot at. And, just kind of figure it out you're like all right now the characters are one of them's gonna bet yeah that works you know <laughs> you just roll with it man i don't know about you guys but like i've been i want to throw this out there for you guys but <clears throat> i think the biggest hurdle we have isn't it, it's it's a it's a psychological thing of it isn't even so much all that stuff right because there, there there's the talent of actors in this city yeah. blows my mind yep I, Coming from New York, I really, I was like, man, that's going to be the the thing. You're not going to be able to find any acting. And the actors are amazing. 
Yeah, they're everywhere. The locations, like, if you can, are good. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it's beautiful here, and there's insane places, totally different kind of environment. It's, to me, it's music. Because I don't mm -hmm. know about you, I watch these movies, and I'm like, I'm like, the access to that, either a famous song, or yeah. whatever, and it's like, I, I think about, like, I wanted to, I wanted Domestic Hell to close with a famous song. Yeah, yeah, I, I could yeah. see where you go. And with I couldn't that. afford it, right? Yeah. You know, but but that song made me like tear up in post. Yeah. Because it means so much. The song was like a post World War II song. Mm -hmm. It's like well, old British lady singing, mm -hmm. and it like, but now I've got good music in, and I have a brilliant sound designer, great music guy. Yeah. But it's just like he can't. He can't create a, a, an emotion that a famous song would because yeah. that song means stuff to all of us already. So it's an input. It's already like there yeah. for us. It, so we just watch be, it. It might be a great song, but it just it's not relatable because you never really heard it before. And that's right. the big yeah. disconnect when it comes to that kind of music. Yeah, I understand. But we do have amazing artists here in San Antonio. I just met another guy from Houston yesterday who does his own original music. So yeah. It's, oh yeah, yeah. No, and I bet you they're they're amazing. You know, and, and it's just, I, 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 I don't know, maybe it's different for, like, I just think of, like, scenes, and I'm like, I watch movies, and I go, I saw this movie, Eighth Grade, I don't know if you've seen mm -hmm. this movie oh, yet. I've seen the trailer, I haven't seen it. Yeah, but it, it's, it's okay, but, but, like, but there's a lot of hits during the film where it's just about an eighth grade girl, like, going through puberty, and she's single dad, and they, whatever, right? But there's a lot of, like, musical cues for famous songs, and I'm like... I'm like man that's such a it's almost like a cheat yeah. but it's a yeah. great cheat because you just easily get your audience right to an emotional place and then the shots do the rest of the work and you're like for us it's like yeah. we have to kind of create the music that sets that tone excuse me but like at the same time like okay so I created that music that set the tone mm -hmm. but then but no one's ever heard it. it's the first time they're ever hearing yeah. it most yeah. likely yeah. so it doesn't carry that connotation already no. to it yeah. yeah and we just we were talking about that literally this like a couple of weeks ago when we saw like uh, <laughs> Sex Education, Wayne. There's yeah, all yeah. these punk music that I grew up with. A lot of those older music that I grew up with that I relate to that kind of era of my life. So they're young, adolescent. They play that kind of music. I totally relate with that. And it Not only that, but that yeah, flavor. It, it takes you back to that time era. Yeah. So they're kind of cheating. Yeah, they are. You know, mm -hmm. the... the clothing might not be right and yeah. the situation might not be right or the cars you're like ah but the music and you are right the music will take us back yeah. because we're like man dude i remember growing up with that song and that was you know one of the famous songs when i was growing up back in like the 40s you know yeah. and 13 <laughs> 1340s and shit <laughs> but it, it, you know it, <laughs> you know when we were having speakeasies and shit yeah <laughs> But it is, but it is true, you know, and and I think if we had maybe, but at the same time, I think overcoming that is, is the greatest part of being independent, because we have to kind of overcome and and just keep like you were saying. I mean, you you adapt so well and so quickly as an independent. I we could make a movie, a full feature movie, with not even a quarter, like a point, a one percent of what these supposedly low budget you know uh studio films cost you know it's like what is that? i think it was low budget is considered like two hundred thousand or two million or something. Like that, yeah. it's, 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 i think it's under a million yeah under a million <laughs> you're considered million. like low budget i'm like dude what the fuck are we doing wrong i'm like i think give yeah, me a million dollars see what i could do i'll make movies for the rest of my yeah. life because yeah. yeah. yeah, even a uh, get out was technically considered a low budget indie film 
Which one? Uh, Get Out, Jordan yeah. Peele's movie. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think yeah. it was considered low budget because wow. it only had like a $300,000 budget that, or something like that. That premiere I went to yesterday, Lone Star uh, Deception. Yeah. That was in uh, 850000 Wow. And it's considered low budget. Really? 800000 850,000. It was 850,000. Dude, they had a jet, they had a helicopter, Car. they had badass cars, pyrotechnics. Dude, what 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 uh, could you do with 850,000? Cuz I know we've shot with less than that. I know and, it was like and they hired Eric Roberts and Anthony Parker. Yeah, you see, uh, it's like, as actors. That's crazy. That takes like in every movie mm-hmm. at that level. Like Eric Roberts is like the guy you call. How much you have? 100 million or 850,000. Eric Roberts. Call yeah. him up. Call yeah, he's, he's the other machete. <laughs> but he, but he, as far as I know, uh, this last movie he did actually was his last last movie. Really? Uh, yeah, he's retiring. He said, oh, uh, wow. after Low Star Deception, he had two more, and he said he was going to give it up. That's interesting. Wow. Now you, All right, well, I'm wrong. You can't, he's no longer available. <laughs> no longer available. You got to go back to Machete. <laughs> <laughs> and Danny Trejo. Hey, uh, now you were talking about uh, pre-production earlier. Yeah. And how um, that's pretty much what saved you with at least domestic hell, with the acting and, and developing the actors. How much time did you spend on, on pre-production versus production? Oh, man. I mean, um, <clears throat> I, I would say uh, production was probably 10 to 12 days total. Um, pre-production? On, on, I, not that I, I didn't uh, take in, like an account of the exact number, but I, I mean probably more than 30 so it's like double yeah i mean it's all about like to me i um i kind of you know on this film uh ivy lamb and i co-wrote it together she's also in the film she plays the shopkeep um that you know that eventually gets entangled in the in the uh jack the male leads storyline but, um, you know, her and I wrote it over the course, I'd say it took us about two, you know, a month and a half to two months back and forth. We actually only met once in person. Wow. So then we did that, you know, then, then once the script's done, then I start going into overdrive, just trying to figure out wardrobe and, and, and color schemes and all kinds of stuff like that. Just trying to figure out, like, growing the film out, making it realizing, and then casting. Yeah. No which is probably the obviously the most time consuming. Do you actively cast or do you just like have an idea who you want and just go for it there that way? I actively cast uh, but also it's a mix I'd say of both of those things, right? Cuz I'm domestic hell. I'd work with Scotty Walker on um, Bloody Drama. He plays the dad in the beginning of Bloody Drama and he's only, you know, he's in it in a small portion. And then I remember thinking when I when I worked with him, I was like, "Damn, this guy's good." And I I, I then he came to a screening Ooh. of that film, Scotty Walker. Yeah, <laughs> Scotty Walker. And then I said to myself, I I, I met him at Never the screening. That man. Never he came him. to a screening, and I told him, I said, I said, you know, dude, I've been, I think I've been thinking about you for for a role. Like and at the, that stage. The, the, the... The psychotic, yeah. The psychotic way? <laughs> the psychotic, <laughs> demented. <laughs> demented kind of way? Yeah. And I told him, I said, I said, I was right, you know, so in that t- context, I wrote I wrote it for him, but then the other actor, the other actors. You kind like, of worry about Scotty now, because if you wrote it for him, dude, that's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he, he worries more than me, believe me. He's like, nobody's going to talk to me after this movie. Yeah. Which, I, which I also think about other actors. I'm like, like, did anybody talk to him before that movie? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just messing around, man. I thought of him, but only inappropriately. 
<laughs> That's you're like, all your have, thoughts, Ronald. I've been thinking about you, and he's waiting for the script idea, and you're like, no, I just, I'm just, I just thinking. I just thinking. thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're in all my thoughts. <laughs> you just stared at him. He's like, hmm. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, like, big hunk of meat. He's <laughs> <laughs> an attractive man, no doubt. Film noobs. <laughs> We need to change our programming. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Either that or get rid of Ronald. What is I don't know. I mean, that's so easy. Though. We already got kicked out of UIW. We did the hard way. <laughs> no, we did get kicked out of DIW because no. of Ronald. So yeah. Oh no! I want to hear that story. <laughs> Not my fault. That was a no pants policy. Nope. <laughs> Catholic school. Right. No, exactly. So you're working on a new one, right? Yeah. What's that one about? If you don't mind. No, no problem. It's called uh, Remy's Demons. Um, it's about an autistic man played by Scotty Walker. Again, written for him. Oh, so he's not <laughs> acting. Yeah. And he, you're, uh, you're breaking all the rules off. Yeah. Poor Scotty. He's gonna I, know. I know. Nobody's ever going to want to work with him. Well, the, the next one is about just this adorable, wonderful guy. Scotty's like the nicest guy ever. Charity. Does, no. Um, like, I wouldn't believe it. Yeah, I know. It's kind of like a departure. It's a ghost, sort of ghost possession satanist movie much of you know going down a new road it's about like that mixed with belief and life and death but yeah it's a it's a san antonio another san antonio based story and uh june griffin garcia has been helping cast okay she's amazing yeah we work with her on um Honey Trappers. Yeah. Yeah, I almost forgot. Police would kick my ass. Motherfucker. Really? Yeah, so she's been helping cast, and, and you know, I'm, I've written, we've got about three drafts in. This uh, budding superstar writer, by the way, if you ever need great writing work, his name's Josh Kaza, young guy coming up. Um, I met him through this other program about teaching film, mm-hmm. and... Um, immediately saw that like i was like this dude's talented man i told him i said hey do you want to write a script because that's that's actually i kind of told him i was like because he was interested in actually he was on set now that i think about it he was on he was in blanco on set i'm not sure if you guys kind of rotated a little bit so but um yeah he was kind of big tall dude he's kind of he was just kind of like roaming around i told him just to come and learn but anyway he's uh he's he's a really talented another talent in this city that's the thing man i mean you guys know I tell people all the time, like, there's so much talent here. It's just, it's, it's, well, minus those three, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's why we, we're doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, for those who can't, you know, they podcast. The only thing I'm talented at is self love. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm really good at self love. I'm sure you are. <laughs> hey, man, you got a feature on Amazon. That's, that's, that's the whole nine. So, <laughs> but I'm serious, man. I mean, there's so much talent. Like, it's just, it's a matter of that resource coming in and, going i mean and it's happened in other cities so there's no reason it can't happen here you know that 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 infrastructure coming in and people being like all right i see there's talent here i mean i've told myself i i if, if any if anyone ever came to me for any strange reason wanting to make a movie like we talked about earlier yeah i'd be like i'm making it here like we'll we'll figure it out but i'm not going anywhere else i don't care like tax incentives or whatever but you know to me there's a value in doing it here you know and staying here and trying to keep the 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 art here and the talent here and also getting everyone not just paid but getting everyone recognized for what they do and the talent around so um but yeah man i mean this this new one's a departure it's a totally different world but i mean i'm just trying to 
tell stories, but also each one I want to challenge myself in a new way. Mm -hmm. So I'd be remiss to say I'm not scared shitless going into it. <laughs> yeah. Like every every move I've done, I've been scared shitless. The next one, going, oh my god, I'm gonna screw this one up, or this, or you write. I don't know about you guys, but I write scenes, and you're like, oh my god, I'm not, that's gonna be horribly hard to shoot, like to make that work. You know, yeah, yeah, I could shoot. Yeah. I could throw a camera up and. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna make that work well, you know. So, it's pretty awesome. Now yeah. somebody writes 1800s historical <laughs> events. Ronald does it on purpose. Hey, really? <laughs> I said, I said <laughs> sorry. And expects to shoot it on a dime. <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still trying to find location and stuff. Nah. Yeah. Ronald sits at his computer ready to write and he's just like how can I make this the hardest thing to film we got the whole cast and everything we just locations are a bitch location oh, yeah. and then it, it, it does take place in 1800 it does oh yeah. my god wow that's yeah. one of the 1800s just one, one part of it is like five stories you know they're all historical um, accurate and whatnot. and then oh yeah I remember you told me yeah, yeah. so yeah he's stuck on that but yeah, when when he wrote it for wow. his first feature, he's like, "Dude, I'm gonna go broke." Yeah, like totally broke, <laughs> physically, emotionally, mentally, yeah. financially. Just go for, go for broke. But he's gonna make it. Watch. Yeah, we're gonna finish it. I just might be ten years from now, but he will finish. No, no, no. We'll finish it this year. We'll finish it this year. It's like I was hard to figure out about yeah. that. I, yeah, locations. If if I can get the locations, I already already have the actors. Have everything else really kind of. I just need. The location that's that's hard especially some of these locations that's good that's because again he wants to be as accurate as possible uh well uh, really is the 1800s the, is by far the hardest one yeah easily because we have to be yeah. accurate and and that goes again back to how do we shoot it and cheat it yeah and still make it believable enough to where it's not your cheesy independent film not that there's nothing wrong with cheesy independent films because that was my film the first one i did was ridiculously stupid cheesy but you know <laughs> but at the same time you, you kind of don't want to continue in that same you know perspective because like you were saying you know you want to keep on growing and whatnot and i think that's where ron was like dude you know i'm gonna outdo you and not be cheesy <laughs> I, <laughs> I went for broke yeah i went, went for, for the broke. fences <laughs> I, cho I chose the easy way out. Right. I did cheesy. I was like, man, fuck it. My first film. I know. I told you, man. That, but that's <laughs> that's smart. I mean, that's your your. My my feeling is, and what I've learned is, you got to hit a niche. Niche. Yeah. I mean, you got to hit that market and nail it, and just go to town on it. You know, like you find you find that 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 hole. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Our audience needs to. Yeah, I'm yeah. Sorry. We're being interrupted by. I have like thirty fucking cats in the house and shit, and one decided to like escape. So if you hear us like going crazy, because we have this one cat who keeps on like it's quite a battle going, going around it with everybody here so I do apologize no. him, but I really do call Ron's it. been standing up every five yeah. minutes so far trying to <laughs> shoot that's away that's the only reason Ronald's quiet because he's really not on he's chasing the cat up and down the fucking house and that's why cats are food <laughs> yeah it's just funny because he's like <laughs> he's just running around us <laughs> I'm sorry about that call it's fine like, it's amazing I'm, oh. I'm, you, I'm used to chasing pussies, though. <laughs> and that's that's all, he does, yeah. all I do is chase pussies. That's pussy. why he does chase it. <laughs> Never gets it, but he chases it all day long. <laughs> <laughs> Runs as fast as the way as he can. 
<laughs> oh my goodness. That was smooth. <laughs> oh man. It tastes so good. <laughs> where were we? <laughs> where were we? Call it. <laughs> oh man. Where were we? That's a good question. Oh, I was just saying about genre and like you were saying the cheesy thing, but I mean, cheesy has a place, man. So oh, yeah. done well. It's like it's such a money thing because people, you know. I, I don't know. I always go back to, like, why the hell does someone want to sit on a couch and watch a movie? Yeah. yeah. Like, most of the time, they want to just be entertained and yeah. laugh Yeah, I don't want to think about nothing. I just want to watch some and just, like, laugh, you know? Something really dumb. But I, I, I like, like, really well done. Uh, there's something like, uh, like Wayne I loved. That was, <laughs> like, things like that. Yeah. It's so creative and so different and... uh that story writing is the dark humor. I really like that I mean, kind of stuff. We talk about it all the time when it comes to like critics and stuff, or they get really super critical about some of these movies, and it's like we're not watching it for like yeah. you're not, it's not supposed to be taken seriously. It's a movie, you know. You're just you just want to be entertained. You know. Yeah. You don't want to like think about the implications it has on life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I know like I've I've seen some of the comments left on you know critical comments on on your movies and stuff. Oh yeah. Wow. And then I even saw one on mine, and I was like, dude. I, mean, I appreciate you took so much time to really write this shit. <laughs> to really think Not about this movie. But I'm like, wow, I'm really impressed. Yeah. The fact that, one, you watched my piece of shit movie. <laughs> two, I'm more impressed the fact that you sat there probably for like 30 minutes thinking on how to critically say that you hated my movie. Yeah. And then another 10 minutes you're writing this and you probably, you know, spell corrected just so we wouldn't talk bad about you you know <laughs> talking shit about our movies <laughs> and you sat there and you contemplated you wrote out this beautiful critique about our movies and then you entered and you're like oh man I'm I'm, I'm so stoked because I just told him and we're like dude thanks for watching man yeah. <laughs> I don't know yeah. anybody that's was funny. watching that's true <laughs> yeah. I really yeah. didn't know anybody yeah. was watching but thanks and it had a reaction too yeah. like, yeah. like alright and he fine. such a strong reaction yeah. that you wrote something negative about me I'm like, like oh, wow thanks you don't have <laughs> enough yeah you don't have enough diversity in your film Dude, it's a film about low riders in San Antonio, in San Antonio. Texas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we've been told that. It's like, yeah. man, y'all are so racist. I'm like, so racist. Um, no, that's what we have available. <laughs> I'm like, they're colored cars. <laughs> I'm making a movie about the Klansmen in southern part of America. What do you have black people in there? It's like it's about the Klansmen. <laughs> They're all white. They're all I white. hate to blame, break it to you. But yeah, um, so how do you deal with all that? I honestly, like, the, the, the first time, the first movie out, uh-huh. it, it, it like wrecked me a bit. But the one thing I always walked away from, I was like, whenever it was a, if somebody wrote it cleverly and funny, like it was like, it was a, it was, not funny like that, I don't think they meant for me to find it funny yeah. I think it was a diss but but like when they wrote it in a way that was like clever yeah. I, would, I appreciated that I, I when, when you just write like your movie fucking sucks go fuck yourself you're like you're like really yeah. I mean like what are you for who, is, who gains for that <laughs> or if someone gives you a nugget right like a nugget of uh, an audience nugget of like hey man you know this movie could have been a lot better with this and you're like oh yeah. alright that's pretty solid but or the funny shit like one guy or woman I don't know who, what but gender but like they wrote they were like 
<clears throat> trying to remember exactly, but this isn't exact. So if they're listening, they're gonna be like, they're gonna criticize me for not getting a credit. <laughs> but the guy was like something like, yeah, he's like me, motherfucker." <laughs> he's like, "This movie was terrible. I want my eighty-seven minutes." He probably like looked at to see how much. Yeah. Time. I want my eighty-seven minutes back. Not only that, but you should get back. You it was something like, but you should uh, step back from a camera or a any form of directing. And never do it again. In any- <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, "Wow!" Like this guy like thought it out. Like yeah. I gotta like I gotta make sh- like to me the way I saw it was he was sitting there going like I gotta make sure this guy never does this again to hurt people. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's like- I've, I've been scarred for life, and I want to know. It's my first film. Leave me alone. Yeah, because yeah, like, I'm telling you, the last the the last uh, big critique that we had on LVZ. I was like, I mean, this a full page. I mean, they broke it down. Yeah. Sound quality, you know. Um, yeah. Really? Uh, what is it called? Uh, camera angles. I mean, your plot line. I was like, wow, dude. I was like, that is so freaking awesome. I mean, yeah. you really paid attention to yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like, I would have never done that to my movie. And that this is me from being the director of the movie. I would have never done that shit to that movie. I was like, dude, you got a four, man, bro. Yeah. Appreciate the movie. Thanks for the 50-something minutes. It was funny, ha, huh? you know, that's it. But this dude went on and on and on, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody took me serious. That's, that's pretty bad. Like, uh, at least it was in focus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, in my, my step back was always, too, I was like, I was like, I'm not, I didn't do The Last Jedi, like, like, oh, yeah, dude, like, yeah I, at least we're not him. Like, you know what, I I did a $3 movie, like, 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 I don't, they, I just, like, that kind of thing, right? Like, yeah. like, when it gets into this, like, ultra-critical, where they're talking about, like, the sound in certain parts, or, like, a camera shot, or whatever it is, you're you like, you should reshoot like, we're gonna dude, put like, a, what, uh, what do you think this what is? What did they like do that? to, uh, to Ryan Johnson? Uh, Oh, they put out a petition to remove oh, Last guy. Jedi oh, from the God. canon. Yeah. Or yeah, or reshoot it. Yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. We're going to do that to your movie, Carl. <laughs> yeah. Like, we want you never to talk about these issues ever again. Never, ever. Who never you that again. But back to the thing real quick for genre, like, like that's what I'm saying is 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 your I remember we we actually talked on on the film on the set of Domestic Hell and and I told you, man, I was like I was like that's the the level we're at if I if I gave like a class in this shit uh-huh. I'd be like you've got it I always go back to he's a hero of mine I've heard he's you know whatever but me you know got say my name like that you know, it's, it's okay it's okay I mean you're already on the show it's I'm not okay. even looking at him by the way I'm looking over here yeah. watching TV <laughs> like David is a hero he's looking um, at Ronald yeah <laughs> um, is um, wow I can't even think of his name just lost his name he's your um, hero Robert Rodriguez yeah Robert and from the standpoint of like El Mariachi right like he didn't he, his first movie made for what I don't know that no I know when I was younger it was like 7,000 and now it's probably 19 I don't know what it is but yeah. whatever it was like he's like he's like yo I'm gonna make a movie about like this Mariachi guy and it's gonna be ultra violent and like actiony and crazy and I'm also not gonna run away from it being a low budget movie like I'm gonna embrace yeah. the shit out of that you did that like that's the smart thing like that's what I learned too. Is I was just like, what? Like, I I think I made a couple missteps. I might even have made another one in my in the grand scheme of things with the context of what I'm about to say. But like, there's a certain thing like reaching out to a core audience first. Yeah. When, yeah. when you're not known by anyone and you're making something because I I, I saw on Facebook like the low rider community. I saw like comments going here and there. And, yeah. Like you had com- a community seeing like, yo, somebody made a movie directly incorporating us. Mm-hmm. in our world 
You know what I mean? And you didn't make it like I would have made a low rider movie. I don't even know what I would have. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you did it because you know the community, you know the the world, and you had an experience in it. To me, that's like an amazing starting off point because if you're making a like, my first movie was just like a POV sort of. It was called Sleepover, and it's a POV ghost story. Mm-hmm. But like that's just general. It's a ghost yeah. story. It's like eight thousand ghosts. It's not like the ghost story community was like, "Hey, a guy made a movie about yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally, somebody made a ghost story." You know. <laughs> And it's, you know, at that point, you're just, you're, you're in the general film world and you're just searching for that someone to, to ling, you know, latch onto it. So there's, there's a, such a value in that, dude. Sorry, I'm like really far from the mic. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, keep moving back. <laughs> this shows you director. See, I don't know how to be in front of a mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, to me, I, when I watch independent films, uh, Damn, I'm, I'm happy. What? To me. Oh, to me. To me. To me. To me. To me. <laughs> I'm happy when you get like one good camera scene where it's like, wow. You know, if you get one of those, you're golden because that's really hard to do. Uh, so like you do like a tracking shot, like, you know, stuff like that just adds to the dimension of the film a lot of times. And, and I appreciate how much work it took to just to do that one shot, you know. Uh, so when I watch independent films, if you do one of those, I'm like, wow, dude, you know, at least you, I know you're like giving it all, you're not just doing, you know, wide, left, right, you know, you're mixing it up and actually showing some kind of creativity, creativity to the, to the movie. So, but yeah, I just, I love cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's all to me the, the cinema. That's that's what I grew up. I mean, that's what I do to this day. I'm a, I'm a cameraman, but um, for occupation and what I went to film school with and everything. Mm-hmm. And to me, like the thing I learned was is is cinematography is less is more and and natural. Yeah. It tells you the story. Like you go into a room and you know your your first instinct early on is to like throw a bunch of lights up. I remember early film school and beyond like if we would just do these like student things and we'd be just be like get in a room and just think well we just gotta flood it with like light yeah coming from all different directions and all this crazy and it's like yeah you have to have your, your key where, light your yeah. you know spotlight and your try light and do whole yeah. scenes where I have one light in the corner and people are like what is it? yeah and I'm like I'm like no it works. I, I, the natural light I could see it in this room the lamp light and things mm-hmm. like that I'm like I'm good and in color and stuff like that so yeah i mean i think in our level big time like you got to be able to take advantage of the things that are natural to it first and then from there you can grow out from there you know and, and i agree with your camera movement stuff like that uh, the thing i like the most is in is is, is context within frame mm. there's a scene in, in domestic hell that um i was talking to scotty about and it, it, it's I, I think with the thing I'm I'm growing into falling in love with isn't so much camera movement. Not that you're wrong. Yeah. It just my like for me I'm starting to grow as a director. I'm falling in love with um, blocking. Yeah. But blocking with intent. Because mm-hmm. there's a scene in a film where Scotty, aka Jack, gets home, and we know that we already know that the relationship between him and Angelita Sorensen is like, who plays Julia in the film, their husband and wife, and it's like very bad as yep. you were saying earlier uncomfortable as can be and he comes home and like he drops his groceries down and like the the scene the the power struggle of blocking happens throughout the scene yeah even to the point where she actually tries to climb onto him and all of it was like with the intent of playing these power games until the final thing it's all shot low angle which yeah. almost like 
seventy percent of the movie was purposely with low angle, mm-hmm. and like the final thing is like he just kind of towering in this frame, this kind of vacuous frame, and he's kind of in the middle of it, and then he just tells her like, you know, go get a rag. Yeah, we don't. I never show. You know, we don't. We don't see him do anything to her, but like it's all insinuated, and, mm-hmm. and it's just a proud moment because like like you know there are times you kind of you realize you're like, oh man, how much time do I have, and how much. So then that's why I've kind of fallen in love with the blocking thing because I'm like, you know what, you can do a lot with basic camera movement, but if the characters are motivatingly moving yeah. and not just actors or even me just going, I just walk around and grab a book or something off the book, you know, like, but if I've thought through like, all right, well, what's the scene about and, and what are these people really talking about? What's the real power dynamic? Then it changes, you know, you can do a lot of different stuff and. And, and with their motivations and why they're getting up, you know, Scotty gets up from, you know, Jack gets up from his chair and he walks yeah. over to the wall with his back to her. And then he talks to her just with his back to a wall. Yeah, his back to her and he's looking towards a wall. And then she's just kind of like... Was that the where they were eating breakfast? No, no, that's, um, yeah, that's that's another one. But no, this is, um, yeah, that one's like... I can't even watch it, man. When we when he was at the screening, like we we screened it, I literally like sighed to myself. I was like, I saw it coming up. I was like, oh, yeah. Christ. I was like, this scene is just so hard to watch. Like, you're talking about like she gives him the eggs and he throws it. No, no, no. It was um. <clears throat> oh man, can't remember. But it was one of the the scenes where he actually gets up and they're sitting in the kitchen table. Can you check real quick? And they're sitting at the kitchen table. He gets Dog up like and he scene. uh. And he walks towards the TV. Yes, that's the scene. Yep, that's yep, the scene? Yep, okay, yep, cool. yep, yep. Yeah, yep. that one was really intense. And yeah, I could see where the camera was playing off to that. And that was one of the things that I wanted to ask you because I've, I've noticed. And again, you know, like Ron had said, everybody has their own little quirks and niches and whatnot. But you have a very distinct um, visual to your storytelling. Um, and I've noticed that it's it's, it's very distinct. Um, and again, we all have our different things, you know. Like Ronald, Ronald loves camera movement, and you know. And every time we we've switched out working on projects, it's it's night and day because of the way I'll block something, and the way he'll block something, it's totally different, you know. And like I said, everybody has their own distinct ways. And I've I've noticed that in your in your films that your your whole you know blocking is is very distinct to you. But what do you think has has given you that, you know what I mean? Like, you were talking about Robert Rodriguez is one of the, the, the key factors of where you're at right now. But cinematically, what has kind of given you that, that eye? Man, I mean, well, I, I mean, I can't deny the cinematography background because that's the core of who I am. Because, I mean, I went to film school for it and I graduated with it. So, like, or I left school with it. Um... I mean, and I've shot many features for other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, when I did that, I, I mean, my, I wasn't, I, I cared about the script, of course, and the story, but, like, my job was mainly to work on the blocking and, and, and where the actor's going because that's what motivated the light. And I'm just one of these people, man. I, I, I love this stuff, and I, I, I would argue overthink it, but that's what we have to do, right? No. We have to yeah. overthink everything. And I just like thinking a lot about, even when I was a cinematographer, I'd be sitting there for hours being like, this TV light, like, how would this TV light affect us? Because this light's actually, in real life, is dominant. Yeah. We'd only see this in our eyes, mm-hmm. or maybe a little hint of it. But sometimes you'd see a movie, and it's like they would just 
be nailing it with that that little flicker light. Yeah. And I always see that, and I go, oh. Sometimes it's too much. Yeah. yeah. And it just bothers me. I'm always like, I just, I guess I'm naturalistic in that context. Mm-hmm. But um, but not as a director in framing and stuff. I, I don't I don't really like kind of simple naturalistic framing. So I would like you say when you're kilter. shooting? I'm sorry. No, no, but, you're good. So would you say when you're shooting, you see it from the perspective of the director or the cinematographer? Because it's two different things. Yeah. It really is. And a lot of times we have to push back ourselves because one man band that most of us are, you have to be both both either or sometimes. But a lot of times it's both. And that's where I, I just, from your uptake. I'll be honest, I don't even know where to go from here in terms of like, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think about like what like collaborator would be best for me going forward if I had money, which I'm not. Yeah, not in the near future, at least. And uh, and I'm always like, I'm like, man, I don't know. Like, like I, I don't think I'm a, like editing. That that's by far my weakness. I, mean, I didn't grow up doing that, so I'd probably yeah. go to our editor because in a, the the camera part, I always found even when I was shooting, I always found like I was so invested in the story that like I can really help the director get to places mm-hmm. and yeah. help them motivate their story a little bit better. So like I, I I kind of feel like those two hats for me aren't really separated because I have to think mutually of the like they both have to be the same thing. So I mean, but but having said that, if I'm if I'm shooting your film right, I have to go to you and get into your soul really yeah. and be like, what what is this movie for you? What 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 are you trying to tell with this movie? What do you want this feel of this movie to be? Do yeah. You want it to be something that people walk away good feeling or what you know? And then how do you feel about color? I would like interview you right for like hours. Yeah, but I'm interviewing myself now. Yeah. You know, like it's now so like so when I'm framing up shots and stuff. I mean, I'll be I don't know about you guys, but for me. There's always a plot, but then in in the case of domestic hell, when we got actually to the, I got there the night before you guys did, and I I actually spent the first night there. Yeah. And I was I, I was in the house and I was just walking around the house, and in a weird metaphysical way, it started like speaking to me, like in terms mm-hmm. of what I needed to shoot. Yeah. Because once I saw the bedroom and how I wanted the bed, kind of you know I moved the bed around, I moved this stuff around, and then there, there was actually a lamp in the room, and I, I started turning it on and off and looking at stuff. Um, that movie I told I told Scotty that too. I probably told you guys as well. But like it's no unlike any other movie I've ever done. That it, it spoke to me, like it was telling me how to shoot it. And I know that sounds really real well one lame i admit that and two <laughs> no, no, it doesn't because yeah sometimes <laughs> yeah, we, we, we psychotic, go through those yeah, yeah. most importantly but you know what i'm saying like like it, it, it's not like i i was like in the corner like i'm like there's a voice like holland it's a wide shot you know it wasn't like that it's like <laughs> that was rough yeah. you're, like, you're shooting it wrong i look over and he's like standing like in a cape you know grab the 85 <laughs> millimeter <Yeah. laughs> holding the room right behind you <laughs> <laughs> so what it was him the whole time dude why didn't you tell me man i was hiding in the walls <laughs> no but he he actually had a, a mic going yeah, into yeah. my in my headphones he had two, a two-way system going <laughs> but yeah, man, he just you know, he just kind of like t- talks to you, and you just sort of. We, we had shot a scene early, one of the first like two or three scenes of the day, and I just started shooting it a certain way, and I was like, I was like, this this is the movie. This is this is how this story has to be told. Yeah, I had a whole nother idea in my head, and the thing that was funny to me, the camera movement to not, I can't do m- camera movement if I don't think it's like 
fully 100% motivated because to me yeah. when I see movies where it's overly motivated I know it seems sexy and it, it, it and a lot of people do it and it's fucking luscious and you're yeah. like damn that's awesome yeah. but it's so many times I'm like I'm like that doesn't like that shot doesn't have any purpose outside of me getting a Jones on yeah, you know, I was like, I was like, that shot didn't do anything yeah. for this story. It was just like, I'm just like, oh, oh, oh yeah, but like, it doesn't tell shit. You know? I, yeah. I don't think it's so much camera movement. It's actually it's more like shot selection, which actually, if it involves movement, it involves movement. Uh, like domestic hell, that had a lot of shots that had no movement. They were, but yeah, it's the framing of the way you had to set it right? up. Right, like you print. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so the one with the the fork was I like that shot a lot. Thanks, man. The fork, and then there's another one. It's a wide, but the the way the set design is set up, it has that that thing on the wall, and it, it's just so comical because it's like this eerie bad thing going on in that room. Oh and, yeah, and I think, I think it's just like Sweet Home or something, and I'm like, yeah. and it's so the way you framed it, it just looks really really cool. So it's not so much the camera movement; it's the way I guess everything's kind of set up. Uh, so you don't really have need the camera movement as long as you have a good setup and good framing to add. Those I, I mean, I like the like the subtle those like camera moves yeah. where it's like I mean definitely someone moving from a room to a room or something, yeah. right? Like if if you don't have a dolly or or whatever apparatus, hmm. you know, Ronin or something, yeah. then you're kind of like you're you're then you're 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 kind of like all right, well, I got I pan or I got. So <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, yeah, if you anytime you're there's. There's a, a a justified movement of somebody walking to place, which I mean, movies. What, what I remember, what was it? Kubrick said, I, "In in researching this film, The Shining was like my my breaking off point. Like I studied yeah. it and I read all these articles and interviews about it. And it's funny because you will watch it, and I didn't even realize how similar the movies are. In inadvertently, I mean, I I mean, the sound design particularly was inspired 100 percent by by The Shining." But I love Kubrick. He's one of my favorite directors, yeah. as he's is freaking, everybody. Yeah, he's a genius. And, 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 and there's this inner... He's done. Yeah. <laughs> Kubrick, no, he's good. Kubrick, he's right? good. He's sitting there. But I, um, <laughs> you know, like, I, 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 I read this interview with him, and he said, he goes, um, it was so amazing. He goes, because let's be honest, like, films are nothing but, you know, they're plays, but with a camera shooting them. Yeah. And he goes, it's nothing but really, at the end of the day, uh, people sitting down talking, to then someone walking somewhere and then sitting down and talking. And it was like this moment, I was like, this is like the master. And he's kind of like shitting on cinema <laughs> yeah. in a way. But like he, he wasn't, but what he was saying was he was like, because they asked him about the Steadicam in, in, in um, The Shining. Yeah. And he, he literally said, he was like, he's like, he's like I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but like I was, he, he was thinking, that was how he was thinking about it, was that he was like, he's like, there's, you know, it's like this boy moving around and then there's, scenes where people are talking and then boy movement and obviously in that movie a lot of other shit happens but yeah. like it made me realize like like that's true like that's how you construct a lot yeah, of he movies. broke it down so basic basic and we're over here think overthinking about it and you know what I've, I've noticed you know going to film school and stuff that when you sit there through film theory and you're like they 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 come up with this big elaborate like oh da, da, da. but then they interview the 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 director and he's like yeah, sure. That, that sounds cool. And he never <laughs> thought about it that way. He's like, dude, I just wanted to shoot the fucking A to B. You know, like you were saying. 
Um, we're gonna have to take a quick break. Uh, we'll be right back because I need to change out the batteries in this motherfucker. Gotta get an advertisement in there. Yeah. yeah, and the batteries are made. And the batteries are made by. Don't let your wife touch them. Well, by the time you you won't even notice it, but we'll take about five minute break real quick. You wanna you want me to help you because they were they were like. They they met me through all this stuff, so she was like, "Oh, you want you know, what what about help you know helping me with this story?" <laughs> and I was like, heck, "Heck yeah, you know." But but it, uh, you know, anything. I mean, honestly, I just like being around it. But but yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, that's what I said earlier. The only problem with directing, if it's not like my story or anything, I I I know I could do it, but it, it would be a learning curve, right? Because I'm so used to now. Yeah, it's just like, jumping behind the camera. Yeah, everything, right? Yeah. So like. I know if I had a cinematographer, they'd want to punch me, and they rightfully so. Um, anyone like other than that, right, would want to like punch me in the face because like a, a cinematographer, the the people that I grew up with, who are you know are doing their thing, they would they'd be like, dude, back up, like let me, I got you. Like yeah. we already talked about how to shoot this. Like let me shoot. Yeah, <laughs> you know, let me like, shoot it. Yeah. But I'd be so my the first time out, I'd be so friggin' used to these there i'd be like oh no pan it a little bit and they'd be like yeah. don't turn, i got it just tell me what you want let you know, go like, let go let go yeah 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 so that that would be my learning curve big time I, I would struggle a lot with that but i would love to just sink in with the story with actors man that'd be so fun and then somebody just else just being take... yeah, yeah just being able to be on set and like having all that shit done you know the color schemes and the lighting and the, sh- the shots and knowing that i got an awesome per- talented person back there doing that and I don't, you know and then you're just sitting there with the actors talking about the character and the story and where this scene goes and and you know marinating in it you know because we, we don't have that much time to do that on set yeah. people no. in our world because we're like we're constantly just like oh shit man it's like Joe's got to go. He's got a doctor's appointment in an hour, you know, but I got to get this scene done because yeah. I want to come back to this place again with him because I don't know if I'll ever get this place again. Yep. So you're like always in that mindset. So you, you can't really marinate in a scene and just sit there with actors like they do in Hollywood or whatever, or even low budget or even independent film. Like we were saying, what, at 200K? You know, that 200K, Above. you can at least yeah. chill and like talk, you know, and, and be I like, okay. 10 movies with 10, 200K. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But that, that's that's what that's my shit is like. That's what I'm trying to tell people from outside about investment and money and stuff. I'm yeah. like, you don't understand. There's a lot of people here that we we we've all kind of come up from this different. We're we're working in a world where we're learning to do cool stuff for so little yeah. that we can you know a, a minor investment of 200k, which is really truly a minor investment, yeah. right? You're talking about movies. No, oh, just ten thousand. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm like there's a lot. I, I know me plus you guys plus another. You know it's like there, you just got five movies all out there, and mm-hmm. as investments, you think about that as an investment. It's almost like you just bought five properties, yeah, a real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like so so that's why I look at it. Instead, five properties will cost you you know five hundred thousand dollars. So that's why I'm I'm just it's just like that's we're because I know that other place I've been New York whatever like people are more there they're like they're like oh no i you know to do a movie you got to get a hundred million or a million yeah you got to get a million five two million i mean back in the day i was with a uh, i wrote a script with a friend and she was going to direct and i was going to shoot it and we both wrote it together romantic comedy and we had a, a my my best friend was also a producer and we had a company whatever but we were like the two of them were like no 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 it's like we got to do two million 
we got out late and we were they were talking to like Russian mob guys and shit. It was crazy. But <laughs> long story short, I was always saying to them, I'm like, all right, I get all that, but why? It's just a romantic comedy about two idiots in New York like falling in love. Like, why can't we just do this for like? We we probably can find a hundred k, and they're just like, or fifty even. And it was right when like digital was just starting, mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm like, we could shoot it twenty four p digital. I mean, it wasn't HD yet, but I was like, yeah, we can make it look cool. Like, no, 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 it's gotta be. You know, it's just like that. But that's because they were starting from a level, you know, and they just were like, they just were like, nah, you can't do a movie. You do it on film, and you got it two two million. And I was yeah. like, no, I don't. And you know what happened? We never made a damn movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because nobody was like, I'm not giving you 200, you know, I'm not giving $2 million. And so Especially for somebody who's just starting off. Yeah. yeah. We were it's a bunch ridiculous. of nobodies. Yeah. So they were like, I'm going to invest two, like, $2 million in what? And they were trying to get names and shit. And I'm like, a name is, you know, not going to drop their name to a project unless they know there's either funding involved and they're definitely going to get paid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or they know you and they're like, this person's really talented. Like, I want to be on this gravy train. Yeah. We had neither of that. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> you, had, you, know? you had a good enough story, good enough story, and, and that was it. It was a cool script, but yeah. but some of some of the best movies I've seen have no names. I mean, yeah. literally, there's like some of those English films or Australian films. I have no idea who these guys are, but their movies are first time actor, kill it. You know, just. I mean, the original Halloween, all no oh, yeah. names. Yeah. Friday Thirteen. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. No names. Oh, what was a uh, zombie? Um, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, but I, I think that's that's one of those things. Like you know, like again, Robert Rodriguez. You know, lightning strikes, but only a few handful of times, and you guys got to be ready to write it and not, you know, kind of. You know, well, that, but but for us, it's 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 like a it's just you got to bust your ass, yeah, heart and soul. shit out of it. Yeah. Like it's just like man, I'm I'm calling like radio stations up and TV and. I mean, because I, I just had this moment with Bloody Drama where I was like, I, I got a really small horror distributor. And I just, I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. We're going to reach like a couple hundred K horror fans. You know, and it, it didn't really, that didn't materialize. And then I was like, what am I doing, man? I need to like own this shit. What? Because I'm sitting there going, I busted my ass making it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I'm sitting on the sidelines now. What the hell is the point? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what was, why did I bust my ass making it? And then I'm like on the sidelines going like, oh, I, I wonder how many people they're reaching today. <laughs> and that's when I was like, you know, I, I got to I gotta do the work, man. I think Any actors, you hope, you know. Yeah. I think that's one of the things I learned really, really quickly with LVZ was the fact that nobody gave a shit about it but me. Mm-hmm. And unless I was willing to put in the time and effort, nobody would. And even now, it's like, damn, dude, there's days I'm like, why am I even gonna put it on Facebook? It's it's a dumb movie, whatever. But again, it's your effort. It's the effort of everybody who volunteered their time, who believed in the project, and who thought it was really badass and whatnot. And unless you're willing to make that sacrifice, you're not gonna get anywhere. Especially because we are independent. Um, but as far as like with Amazon and everything, I was like, yeah. When I got on there, I was like, I was happy I was on there. And even now, we're like, man, dude. I look at the the the, the Metadata. Metadata. And I'm like, man, it people are actually watching it without, you know, real big, you know, motivators behind it. So I could just imagine if we did have the motivators behind it, I was like, man, it it, it would hit. You know, so that lightning would strike. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Chicago, I, I got like ten people to watch it. 
Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I was at the yeah. airport. I was yeah. sitting around. I was like, what do you do? Well, you know, I talked about what I do. And it's like, go to Amazon, watch LVZ. It's I there. Used to, I used to load it up on the, the school <laughs> school's, uh, computers. That way, whenever they go to Google, it's like, oh, on there. I'm like, oh, shit. Search okay. engine. And I'll tell you something, I figured that was you. <laughs> you, you yeah. It's a you hustle. To, it's I always mean, a hustle. It's, yeah. it's also There's like, like 20 like, computers. Own it, though. Own it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like with you... you I know it's gonna come off cheesy, but like, you made a movie, yeah, right? That's on Amazon. That some fucking guy in the UK. I know that some places don't have it. I actually learned that the hard way on Instagram, where people be like, "Yo, I can't watch your movie in Denmark. They don't yeah. have it in Denmark." You know, and I'm like, yeah. "Really?" They're like, "Yeah, yeah." It's no, I'm, I've had yeah. that. <laughs> I, I, I'm not trying to sound big time, like I. But but through Instagram, I've been I beat the shit out of like yeah. trying to meet people, and they, a couple of people did respond to me, and they're like, "I can't." They they would click on my link, and they'd be like, "I." this doesn't there's nothing here Vimeo does like so I would be like oh we're actually on Vimeo as well we'll go yeah. to whatever and there's like everyone's like Vimeo's what what's that it's like, you know oh, shit, I think the right. coolest thing like, is when you do a search engine I, I do this yeah. all the time and yeah, I, it, yeah you should I did a search engine and you see it being pirated in other countries yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, hell's that's when you knew you made it. That's when you knew you made it. I might not yeah. make my six cents yeah. an yeah. hour, but yeah. damn, somebody in you know Haiti is watching it, you know, or somebody in, in Saudi Arabia is watching it because I've seen all the, the the pirated stuff, and I'm like, man, dude, that's that's pretty badass. It's actually it, it is crazy. badass, and that's it what I'm crazy. trying to say. Like, like I don't I don't want to sound self-aggrandizing, but like, dude people don't realize that's that's why like i i I'm, tr I'm trying to change my mindset because like i realize no one gives a shit like and what i mean by that is like i w earlier we were talking about the credit the critiques you get right and, yeah. and I, I i started off so fast i'd be like man i shot it for two fucking thousand dollars like, what are you talking about you're criticizing a movie for two grand yeah there isn't a movie for two grand on this site you know yeah, yeah. or maybe there's a hundred of them out of what a million yeah but but then i realized i was like like, no, no. like they're, they're watching my shit and they're watching it, Avengers 4 yeah. from the same template. And that's when I realized. I was like, I was it's like, a movie. You asked it's me earlier. a movie. Yeah, and yeah, you asked yeah. me earlier. Like, like, wow. Like, I, you were like, why, what, what, what was the genesis of, of this project? And, and one of the things I set out to selfishly, right, was I said, I said, you know what? I know I have the talent to do something in this. I've been doing this long enough, whatever. So it's being like, a fluffer. I got it. Yeah, well, then, no, I'm the one of the best fluffers in San Antonio. Top five. Right. I, I can guarantee the other, that. The other three are in this. this <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. Yes. We're missing There's only one guy. Yeah, I, I can one. confirm We're that, though. Put his name out yeah. there, yeah. Scotty. <laughs> oh, man. No, but so Scotty I, like, does. <laughs> Scotty's good. Is it Scotty Walker? Who, who are we talking yeah. about? Oh, where? I'm not going to say last Oh, oh I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Let's retract that. Um, but we'll no, I just like... But don't... Like, so it's twofold, right? We It's insane that you made a movie. You, yeah. right? And me. And you got, you know, like, yeah. that. We made a movie. What, what we realize when we get down to it, what I've realized is, like, how mo how many moving parts there are and how many things. I can, I've made music, right? It's horrible music. Yeah. But it took me, like, three hours on GarageBand. And mm -hmm. I was able to make a song or two. And it was horrible. The worst crap music ever made. But it took me, it's me by myself, just, you know, like. Oh, my gosh. The, yeah, that was actually the song. That was actually the song. That is Mike. Check it out. It's on iTunes. At a, no, I'm kidding. There's no song. It's on Spotify. Yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying? Like, or or I can I can go and do a poster art or I can paint and stuff. And none of these things are easy. And I'm not minimizing the artwork and, and the brilliance. Yeah. But to make, 
a, 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 an average to bad one, it's it's much easier than to go out and, and for weeks make a movie and deal with, oh, shit, he has to, oh, my God, did anyone bring a shirt? Yeah. He's supposed to be wearing a shirt with the collar. Did anyone? No. no. Oh. And it's like, that's a little <laughs> shit that you realize. That. Yeah, I remember yeah. that, too. Dude, I've had that, I've had yeah. that 15 yeah. times. Because yeah. I'm a dumbass. My wife is listening to this going, yep, he never yeah. remembers shit. Because that's the truth. Like, you do it and you're like, but that's all. There's so many. Because we don't have a giant massive studio back in us or even a script you know supervisor or, or, or yeah costume Just designer somebody. set designer yeah. who's like yeah. got these polaroids and they're like ronald um yeah the, are you gonna go with the red shirt today or the <laughs> purple shirt and you're like yeah. there's somebody doing this like yeah. she's literally her gig or his gig is seamstress like, yeah <laughs> and i've been on sets like that i know the deal but but like I, I i think about that i'm like i'm like i know it's a miracle like to yeah. do. Oh, he your was drinking film, my a Pepsi with his left hand, not his right yeah. hand. Oh yeah. Like, what the fuck? But to be able to put together a con- like a ninety-minute conclusive story, even if that person on Amazon said it's the worst movie they've ever seen, it's 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 like bore. It's not a miracle. I don't want to go too far, but it's it's amazing. Like yeah. that's why I try to get across. And I know people are listening to this and want to punch me in the face, and yeah. I'm never going to give you my address because you'll come <laughs> and shoot me. But like. And I know that sounds really obnoxious, but that's how I feel about it. Like anyone I, I've always said, like anyone who wants to make a film or can pull it off, and I don't care what it looks like, I will never rag on that. I will never go on their thing and be like, oh, there's a moment when the, the camera's not in focus for five seconds. You know, like I'm just not going to do that because I know the value of that. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah, dude. It's probably the only shot you had to it. You couldn't really fix it. Or, yeah. Yeah. But it's hard. I mean, it's hard even working with people. I mean, people are unpredictable. You know, uh, sometimes you work with actors and they're like, okay, I did my thing. They don't promote any of your shit. I mean, they don't even put it on the IMDb or anything. You know, it's just, that's really hard too. Or you, they come on set drunk or, or stoned or, you know, I mean. Or leave your set stoned. Wait, no, that was, that was a purpose in our set. That was me. That was me. No, but I mean, it's hard. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Or they went on a bender and the next day they look like crap and you need to look like really up. good looking. Yeah. Or they don't show up. Remember oh. that one set? Yeah. We were there, like, we were driving up to Austin like almost three hours ahead of time to make it on time just to find out that one of the main persons, I'm, gonna, that, I'm just going to say persons, didn't show up and they had to go get them from the hotel room because they were just drunk, passed out. Yeah. I was like, dude, you're you're holding up everybody. Everybody, yeah. You know, all our efforts to make you who you are, and you don't have the common decency. So yeah. Well, and there's also the simple context. I don't know how you guys feel, but um, I always once I start (laughs) once (laughs) I start shooting, or even like casted, I always have this. Every film I've done, I always have this thing in the back of my mind. I'm like, the minute I've framed an actor up, I'm like, if they bail, yeah, and I've shot. A day, two days, three days. But that that's like massive to me at the level yeah. I'm living at. Yeah. Like it's like I'm like, and it just hangs over my head the whole time. Like I literally do like a little jig at the end of a shoot because I'm like, all right, I made it, I survived. Like no one bailed. Like I was able to get <laughs> back. It's, it's in the can. Like I can I can make a movie now. I can or at least cut it together. Mm-hmm. You know, but but you like yeah. And I've heard horrors. I've heard people tell me like you know, filmmakers that are like, yeah, yeah, someone one of the actors bleeds bailed you know and, and at a certain point or my cinematographer left or whatever it is and they're just they were just totally screwed yeah and you're like and actually my first film 
um, I, I, I finished it and then I was having it edited. Dude had to film for six months to edit it. Finally, wow. I'm like, yo, I need something. He sends me back to edit. I had already done. I just did an assembly cut. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this, this is where I'm at with it. I was like, this is what I sent you. <laughs> this is this thing I sent <laughs> you. Nothing look changed. At. Yeah. He did no. He did one dream sequence in the beginning, and 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 I was. It was like, a very powerful dream sequence. It was I told you that. But you don't. You want to put me out like that? Fuck. Yeah. Dude. And then David was yeah. like, "I've been busy for six months now." Yeah. But yeah, and then I, and then I, I did like, well, he. I mean, he was like, he's like, yeah, I got. I don't know if I'm able to do it. I was like, oh, okay, six months. I didn't need to do anything over the six months. You know, but six months is gone. Like, too bad. You know, yeah. it's like. And then I was like, all right, I got to edit it myself. Oh, I've no. gotten a lot of gigs, though, because of uh, an actor bailing or, like, a supporting role. It's like, <laughs> it's like, can anybody act? I can act. Yeah. yeah. I've done movies before. So I'll just jump in. Yeah. That's, that's why great. I keep wardrobe in my truck. <laughs> you <awesome>. never know. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Hey. Kids are home. <laughs> Man. Go for one of 30. Huh? So what is it? One of thirty? Two of thirty? One of thirty. Two of thirty. Along with the cats. <laughs> Along with the cats. They're in the room. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, no, no. So going back to everything, being independent filmmaker, we're not. I know I, ha I do have to apologize because we had a, a, a cutout with audio. You know, we ran out of battery and then we kind of came in late in the conversation. But a lot of the stuff that we talked with Colin, you know, about independent film and whatnot, um, being one-man bands, um, supporting each other, you know, financial you know, burden, especially the financial burden, because a lot of times it's uh, our families that take that burden, you know, feeding our stupid ideas. Like, oh, yeah. I want to make a movie. Oh, yeah. They're like, okay, you're eating ramen. Okay, yeah, I'm making a movie. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, I mean, we do appreciate you being with us and everything. And thank you. Guys, um, again, when does the uh, next one? So um, the next screening. Oh yeah. So February twentieth, six p.m. to nine p.m. at Our Lady the Lake University. Mm -hmm. um, the blue it's room. The blue room. Yeah, it's um the main building, at the corner, facing Twenty Fourth Street. Okay. So there are maps online, and I'll try to post them. Maybe I'll share them with you guys. Thank you, man. Yeah, I have it printed out. I just want to do a circle around it because it's, it's a big school. So, yeah. um, And uh, that's 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Some of the cast will be there. Also, uh, the Batter Women's Shelter San Antonio is going to be there. They also help promote and, and be involved. And half of the proceeds from the first screening went to them. This time I'm not charging anything at the door. But if you happen to come and you happen to see them, they're going to tell you about what their shelter is doing for battered women of uh, and children of San Antonio. And, you know, the film deals with such horrific subject matter, and I, I really didn't feel 100% comfortable taking, you know, just running with it as a movie, as if it just lives alone that. So anyway, so I'm trying to partner with them and other organizations to try to help have the movie have a good cause and help out. And, um, and then um, lastly, uh, on... I don't know if you guys share on a website or on, a, on Facebook, but yeah. we're um, launching an Indiegogo campaign for Remy's Demons, the new film. So if you have $5 to donate to Not really, but independent we'll, film. We would, <laughs> 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 we, we, no, we'll definitely share you because, I mean, again, we work with you anyways on a lot of the, the, the films. You've Actually, I worked on last two, two, yeah, yeah, the last two films. Yeah, yeah. 
Yep. You know, and it was a miracle that we met through Mike Enti. Yeah. He's a really good guy. Yeah. Um, and That's he's, right. He's an awesome filmmaker himself, too. Yeah. Another and, talent. And yeah. Really good, talented guy. Uh, really great personal. Just awesome guy yeah. to begin with. Outside of film and whatnot. And cute. Yeah. He's super cute. He's tall, yeah. tall glass of milk. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we met through him uh, two films ago. Yeah. And I think you haven't been able to get rid of me. I'm like a bad rash no. on your ass. No. Well, no, you brought you brought two more brilliant men to the. And I think equation, we continue. That, and that's the whole point is that we continue growing yeah. as a film family. You know, and again, that's keyword that's just, family. Yeah, it's yeah. true. It really Very is because a lot of times you know you'll call us up and like, hey, dude, I'm like. Fuck yeah, man. Anytime. Unless it's in a van with Sweeney and just another heart. <laughs> Love that you girl. Like, Are you free tomorrow? Can you show up with a van <laughs> and just sit in it and do weird noises all day? Yeah, I have to clean it, though. It <laughs> has know. all that blood still on it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I really no, appreciate no you guys having me on and no, doing man, this for all of the film. I know that you're going to be doing more and more shows. And honestly, man, if this is an awesome film town and this is what it takes it takes people doing podcasts and getting the word out and whatever you know like getting the word about what people are doing otherwise we're just living each filmmaker is living in a vacuum yeah, yeah. You it's know, an expensive hobby crap out of yeah. yeah it is yeah. super expensive and you're just promoting the crap out of yourself you sound like you feel like you're a crazy man yelling into a bag and so with this stuff it gives you with your podcast it gives you an opportunity to to share what you're doing and you know it's awesome plus i mean any filmmaker loves talking about film and what they're doing so yeah, oh, yeah. it's huge yeah. it's an obsession yeah. it's like yeah. masturbation yeah it's, you can't stop mm. that's that's how yes. this started we always talk <laughs> anyway might as well make content out of it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, talk, we talk so much shit on and i'll sit yeah we we got, like, we, we, i love podcasts we take man. two hour drives to go on a film yeah. set and when the whole time we talk about what we watch and it was like Smart. you know we just make podcasts obviously. you should yeah or you did that's yeah. awesome yeah. But yeah, cool. no, I Thank mean, we appreciate you being here, man. Again, every time we've been on one of your sets, we've had fun because it's, it's it, one, it's a learning experience because it really is. Um, two, it's it's fun because the way you shoot, you know, you involve everybody. You you don't belittle anybody. You're you're a very down to earth person. As a director, you're a little bit crazy, but who yeah. is it? You know, <laughs> and you have to be a little day, bit crazy to do you this. You pursue that vision, and that's that's to me that's just awesome. That fact that you. You're able to sit there and run and gun and at the end of the day produce something pretty badass for you, hardly anything. You know, nothing but a dream and a lot of crazy fucked up ideas and you're like, fuck it. It's going to work. And it works. <laughs> and that's what I love about you, man. Thanks, and, you know, you know, I don't mean it anything derogatory because I, I mean it wholeheartedly that... You know, you're one of the people that we actually look up, and that's why we brought you on board early on, because we're like, dude, you know, these are the people that we one admire, two, you know, enjoy working with, and we 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 continue work with them because we believe in them, and so why not, like you said, you know, continue to promote you, you know, as well. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Anything else? I mean, yeah. Um, no. I mean, in closing, just uh, keep making films, all of us. Yep about this city or whatever using the city yeah that's what we do yeah. awesome. we don't stroke at each other's cocks 
All right. That's, that's We're actually are. Wow. Okay. Uh, you don't see it, but it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say, Ronald but someone has an amazing... the table. Yeah. I'm skiing. <laughs> one of these guys... I'm skiing. <laughs> the trivia for today is one of these guys has a great hand technique. I'm not going to say who, but you... Just do go to the, go to the poll and say who you think it is. <laughs> tweet tweet your answer. Tweet your answers too. <laughs> Twitter poll: Who's the best fluffer? Yeah. <laughs> who do you think the best fluffer is? <laughs> you know what? We should put a poll. We should <laughs> just just to just to see what answer we get. Well, think I'd love fun. to come back too. So let me know anytime. So this is awesome. awesome. Next film, come on awesome. back, man. So you can promote that, and we'll talk about okay. you know, bullshit we'll some more. Again. Yeah. We'll make sure that we have full batteries there next time. That way we don't interrupt the conversation. That's fine. Even yeah. though I think the, the, the conversation between the, the break was a little bit more intense. Than, it's about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was better than, than... So good. Yeah. <laughs> they missed it. So good. It was like 30 minutes worth of awesomeness. Life-altering. And, yeah. 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 Shit. yeah. And they got, you know, an hour's worth of nothing. <laughs> like, of AJ being asleep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. AJ, anything to say? <laughs> now that you're no. awake... <laughs> <laughs> I'm still in school. You're still <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's all my brain power right now. That's all your brain power. Yeah. You, you can't lose what you can't have, man. Or what you're you right. didn't have to be. Yeah, you're totally right. <laughs> I don't know. I've just been doing news stories right now, so for school, so it's just sapping all my creativity. Oh uh, yeah. There's no creativity in it. <sighs> it doesn't feel like it, at least. Not to me. So sad. <laughs> can't wait till you graduate. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Five years. You know? Five years. Six, seven. <laughs> 20. Be, being an extended <laughs> senior <laughs> program like me. Yeah. Uh, anyways, all right. So with all that said, again, Colin, thank you very much for being here. Ronald, get off the table. Put your pants back on. <laughs> yeah, thank you for that. It was really nice. AJ, <laughs> good morning. <laughs> uh, time to start um, This is Film Noobs. See you all next week. Right. Yo. So you guys generally just, well, what do you